This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Welcome to another episode of Luna Lover the Podcast. I'm your host, Jordana Levine, and today we're exploring Sagittarius season and the Gemini full moon. But just before we get started, I just want to reintroduce myself. Every week there are new listeners to this podcast, and I think it's important to be aware of who you are taking your moon advice from. So my name is Jordana Levine, or we already established that. Um, I am a trained journalist and I spent 10 years working as a journalist primarily in the food publishing industry, which is a little bit left of field for someone who has a moon podcast. Um, I'm now a full-time writer and the author of two books, Make It Happen, which is a book about manifestation and Higher Love, a book about dating and relationships. I've studied astrology extensively, but I am not an astrologer. That is, I'm not certified by any official institution. My moon synopsis come from my deep understanding of the energies of each zodiac sign in the phases of the lunar cycle. And I do study the lunar cycle extensively each month. But I also use my intuition as a guidance for myself, yes, but mostly for this podcast so that you can get the most out of the moon's energy. And I think that's what sets me apart from other podcasters and writers who talk about the moon. I like to just tell you the important bits in a way that makes it relatable and allows you to practically apply it to your life. And it's actually how I approach everything that I write or speak about. Self-awareness is your greatest superpower. And whether I'm talking about the moon, manifestation or dating, it's all about you getting to know you. Okay, so with that in mind, let's have a little chat about Sagittarius season. Sagittarius season uh, starts on November 22nd, so we're already in it, and it will go until the 22nd of December. And let's start with the Sagittarius mantra because I feel like it's just what we need right now to raise our spirits or in the context of Sagittarius, which is represented by the archer, raise our arrows. The mantra is, I believe. So take the time to ask yourself, what is it that you believe today? Right now, in this present moment, 
In other words, what are your beliefs about yourself, the state of the world, your potential, your worth and your deservedness? It's important that you know, because if your beliefs are limiting, causing you a disservice or just plain old porkies, if you're not Australian, porkies mean lies. Is that an Australian thing? I'm pretty sure it is. Telling old porkies. Then it's time to raise your chin and look upward, my friend, to new horizons. Sagittarius's objective is to have faith. Optimism, freedom, and expansion are ruling energies of this fire sign. So as we emerge from Scorpio, the cocoon in which we embraced transformation, can you now immerse yourself in a deep sense of faith that everything you've been working towards this year is on its way to you? When we're not in faith, we're in fear. And you know what? We've spent way too much of 2020 steeping in fear. I get this real visual when I think about this of a tea bag in a mug of hot water. So in this scenario, we are the tea bag, the mug is 2020, and the hot water is fear. So it's time to take the tea bag out. Can you tell I've been drinking a lot of tea? So much tea all day, every day. Okay. Allow the energy of Sagittarius season to flood through your system and initiate a deep sense of faith in your own abilities to create, mend, uplift, and heal. But here's the icing on the cake of Sag's energy. It's not so much the end goal that Sagittarius is interested in. I mean, sure, Sag is goal-oriented, but what Sagittarius is most interested in is the journey it takes to get there. So savor each moment, even the obstacles. Get curious, explorative, question things, and broaden your perspective through an optimistic filter. Remember, Sag just wants to believe in something. So create new beliefs this month that suit the journey you wish to embark on. Sagittarius needs a sense of purpose. Without it, Sag can become directionless, reckless, and live off blind faith. So if nothing else this Sag season, find purpose in your endeavors and point your arrow with intention. Not sure what your purpose is? Well, what excites you? What do you feel intuitively drawn to? If all else fails, ask yourself, what will help me grow right now? And don't be afraid to step outside your comfort zone. Sagittarius loves a challenge. If you're feeling like the energy of Sag season is a little slow out of the gates, I have an online event that might just help you get there. On November 30, which also happens to be the night of the Gemini full moon, I'm holding my last live online event of the year. It's called Reflect, Release, Reclaim. 2020 has been a year that has forced you to transform and grow in ways you never have before. Unless you take the time to truly reflect on what it has taught us, how are you able to heal? You must be able to release all that has surfaced throughout the year so that you're able to forgive, process, and move on. And to really embody and integrate all that 2020 has offered, 
and own the changes that have taken place, it's important to reclaim who you want to be as you move into a new year. It is from this space that you're able to manifest, call in and create a life you're excited to be living. To join me on November 30, click the link in the show notes of this episode or head to jordanalevine.com. If you can't join me live, it's on at 6.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time. I know that can be a tricky time for some. You will be sent the replay, yeah? So you can watch it whenever you like. Okay, let's dive into what else will be happening on November 30. The Gemini full moon. take place on Monday, November 30 at 8.29pm in Sydney, 9.29am in London and 4.29am in New York City. Just when you thought 2020 couldn't get any more intense, we enter eclipse season. Hey, welcome. Would you like to hang up your coat? You may recall 2019's eclipses. They occurred on the Capricorn New Moon, which fell on Boxing Day 2019, and the Cancer Full Moon, which graced us in early Jan. And what was birthed from that? Well, 2020, my friends. (laughs) But don't freak out. Don't freak out. Eclipses bring heightened and intense energy. What happens with that energy can't be labeled as good or bad, especially when it falls on a Gemini full moon. I have a personal attachment to this particular full moon and lunar eclipse, which I think always bodes well for you, the listener, because you'll know I've done extensive research because it's so bloody personal. But first, a little background on eclipses that I think you'll find helpful. If not, if this is too much for you, just let it wash over you. It doesn't matter. But if you are interested, here's something to think about when it comes to eclipses. Eclipses always come as a duo. So solar eclipses occur on a new moon and they occur when the moon passes between the sun and the earth and lunar eclipses occur during the full moon and this happens when the earth squishes itself between the sun and the moon. So that's what we're experiencing with this Gemini full moon. It will be a lunar eclipse. The moon's lunar nodes, known as the south and north nodes, are points associated with destiny, purpose and even past lives. Now, the nodes are always directly opposite each other, so they're in opposing signs and form a direct connection between where you've been, this is your south node, and where you're headed, this is your north node. So some people look at south nodes as like your past lives, and they look at north nodes as your life purpose. Eclipses occur on these lunar nodes, igniting major transformation in pretty much every area of your life. Now, this is where shit gets personal. (laughs) My natal north node is in Gemini and my south in Sagittarius because Sagittarius is the opposing sign of Gemini. So even though everyone will feel the effects of an eclipse, if you have either your north or south node in Gemini or Sag or any personal planets in Gemini or Sag, so we're looking at your sun, your moon, your Venus, your Mercury, your Mars then you're likely to feel the intensity amplified. I'll get to the specifics of Gemini energy on this full moon, but first of all, I want you to know this about eclipses. They demand abrupt change, but it's all in your highest interest. 
You see, nothing will result during an eclipse that wasn't already on the cards for you. However, they will speed up the inevitable and accelerate timelines, which can either be viewed as eep or yay. You decide. It's either a good thing or a bad thing. When shifts are unprecedented, it rocks us because we didn't see them coming. But it doesn't mean that they weren't always coming, if you know what I mean. It may feel like upheaval, but the eclipse energy is pushing you further towards your destiny, i.e. your north node. The intensity doesn't stop here, however. As I mentioned, eclipses come in pairs. So on the Sagittarius new moon, which is December 14 or 15, depending on where you live, we'll have a solar eclipse and it will continue into next year with the Sag Gemini eclipses appearing mid-year and then again later in the year. So you may remember from previous podcast episodes um, that the last eclipse duo that we experienced was this Capricorn Cancer duo. And Capricorn was representing the macro, what was happening in the world on a large scale, and cancer was very much about the micro, so what's happening in our own homes. I'm going to talk more about this particular duo of Sag and Gemini in the next podcast. We've got a lot to get through today, Um, so make sure you tune in to, it will be the Sagittarius New Moon and Solar Eclipse podcast, where I'll talk a little bit more between the relationship of Sag and Gemini. But before we continue, take a deep breath. If you can take the optimism of Sagittarius season and apply it to this Gemini full moon and lunar eclipse, then you're going to be fine. Note to self, Jord, you're going to be fine. (laughs) Okay, Gemini, what have you got for us? Ah, the twins. So many different ways to look at these twins. I personally feel with this particular full moon, it's asking us to view the twins as the physical body and the spiritual soul. Together, they make us whole. It's likely that throughout 2020, you felt a disconnection between the two, or perhaps it's the opposite. Perhaps more than ever, you feel a synergy, a completeness between the tangible human side of you and the spiritual, soulful, ever-expansive side of you. Either way, both bodies are likely to be stirred during this full moon and lunar eclipse. And while we're speaking of the polarities, this also goes for light and shadow, fear and faith, hot and cold, highs and lows. One of Gemini's greatest abilities is to embody these polarities and balance them with a grace that confuses many. Trust the fusing of the polarities under this full moon. Polarities are part of the natural order of things. Together they form a completeness. The mantra for Gemini is I think. And I think, I think, as a Gemini, that it's worth noting that thinking and believing are two very different things. So while the mantra for Sagittarius season is I believe, use that to navigate what thoughts are just thoughts and what thoughts are are forming your beliefs. Gemini is an air sign and operates through the mind. If you're prone to overthinking, podcast host fervently raises her hand, then try and calm the mind as best you can by allowing yourself to release any thoughts that aren't serving you or are untrue and instead bring your awareness to how you feel. 
The biggest takeaway through all of this is to trust the process. Trust that this full moon and eclipse is accelerating what has always been in your highest interest, even if it doesn't appear that way at first glance. Working with the Gemini full moon. Be the mirror and observe your reflection. The twins can also be seen as a reflection of the one person. So if you see something in another that irks you, is it because you're seeing yourself in them? But also be the reflection of what someone is offering you. So if someone is speaking, listen. If someone is giving, receive. Get it? Cool. Okay. Communicate clearly. Gemini is ruled by Mercury and is one savvy communicator. But communication goes two ways. So ensure your words are clear, but also that they are being received as intended. With the lunar eclipse at play, it's important that wires aren't being crossed. Socialize if it makes you feel good. If it doesn't, by all means, retreat. Gemini is the social sign of the zodiac, but the interactions need to feel nourishing and uplifting. If they don't, then take time during this full moon to get curious about self. If you need help getting curious with self, not to give myself another shameless plug, but the Reflect, Release, Reclaim workshop can help with that. Now, last but not least, it is a full moon. So definitely release and let go. And well, because it's a lunar eclipse, there'll be a bunch of stuff to purge, I'm sure. Words are super powerful when Gemini is involved. So don't just think what you want to release, but instead put pen to paper. If you're not sure how, you can join Lunar Lover members for the Gemini Online Moon Circle. I'll walk you through it. And all members also get access to a set of Gemini Full Moon journal prompts. Also, speaking of Lunar Lover, I have an announcement about the membership. As of December 14, so as we're entering into the Sagittarius New Moon, I'll be raising the price of membership from $22 a month to $33 a month. Since the membership began, I've introduced a bunch of extra offerings without increasing the price, and it's been stellar value. Each month, you get access to two online moon circles, two sets of journal prompts, a guided meditation, weekly yin classes, and access to a members-only Facebook group. But it's time to raise the price. If you're an existing member, your membership fee will remain the same, okay? You don't have to do anything. It's going to stay exactly as it is. If you join before December 14, your membership will still only be $22 a month for as long as you're a member. won't change. However, if you join after December 14, your membership will be at the new price. So I guess what I'm trying to say is this is your last chance to nab an absolute bargain price for all of the incredible lunar content that you get with the Lunar Lover membership. To become a member, all you need to do is click the link in the show notes of this episode or head to jordanalevine.com forward slash Luna Lover. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to share it with your friends, I'd love you to take a screenshot on your phone and share it to your Instagram stories. You can tag me at Jordana Levine. For extra brownie points, I'd love to hear how you're going to be working with the energy of the Gemini full moon. Until next moon, I'm Jordana Levine and you've been listening to Luna Lover, the podcast. Thank you.
ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 